Look, apparently it is fungi season at the moment, and one of the pluses of this time of year, if you're into these things, is the chance to discover some pretty weird and wonderful specimens, like the octopus stinkhorn. Now, if you're not sure what the octopus stinkhorn is, as I've mentioned a couple of times this morning, please do have a look at our Facebook page, ABC Southwest Victoria. You won't be disappointed. You might be slightly frightened, however, by the octopus stinkhorn. <laughs> Uh, which was certainly my first reaction. Rose Thompson is a project ecologist with the Nature Glenelg Trust and uh, is responsible for bringing this weird and wonderful object to our attention. She's with us this morning. Rose, good morning to you. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Now, look, um, firstly, you're something of a fungi, fungi enthusiast, I believe, yes? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Um, I've been learning a bit about our local region fungi over the past couple of years, yep. All right, and uh, that's brought you to the octopus stinkhorn. Uh, I might just get you to describe it for us for people who haven't had a chance to see the photo or who've never heard of it, never come across it before. What? Just, just, just sort of give us a bit of a picture of what it actually is and what it looks like. Sure. So this mushroom, um, part of it, it's kind of in two parts. Um, the first part is a white egg shape, which is filled with a bit of a goopy substance, and then out of the egg is emerging some red tentacles, which um, have the stink. Right. <laughs> is it one of the oddest mushrooms ever? Yeah, I think so. It's definitely the oddest I've ever seen. Um, yeah, it's pretty impressive when you see it in the flesh or, yeah, in the wild. <laughs> in the wild, yes, in the flesh. It is, it is a very fleshy-looking thing, isn't it? So, look, yes. is, is it a very common thing as well? Um, it is quite widespread around the world. Um can be found, yeah, in lots of different places. Um grows on rotting wood, so, yeah, it is just pretty common. Um not uh, not an everyday kind of thing that you'll just find, but, yeah, it's, it's uh, not uncommon. Yeah, it's certainly out there. So, look, uh, the, the one that you've photographed then, just t- tell us, I guess, how you found it and, and where you found it. Uh, so this one was in uh, actually a pine plantation, so lots of rotting wood, which is what I said it feeds on. Um, and I just happened to be out on an excursion with some uh, school kids, and one of the kids actually found it. Um, he, I'm not sure that he knew what it was. We were looking at looking for fungi, yeah. Um, and yeah, he came across it, and then I got really excited, and I think they were amused by my excitement. But <laughs> <laughs> we found lots and lots in this particular spot, so it was really great. Yeah, right. Now, and you're based in Mount Gambier, so this is around sort of southeast South Australia. We're talking, but but yep. uh, yeah, across where we are in Southwest Victoria, would you expect you'd find them around this part of the world as well? They are around Southwest Vic. I had a friend um, in Ballarat that found one recently. Um, I had a look on the map online last night, the distribution map, and I couldn't see any spots around Warrnambool specifically, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't occur there. That mm. just means that it hasn't been um, you know, uploaded to this particular database. Right, okay. But certainly so if... I would say they're definitely there. But yeah, yeah. yeah, or if people are just going for a bit of a walk around the, the sort of wider Southwest, uh, that's certainly you, what you could come across one perhaps, depending on mm. where you are, if you're in one of those sort of woody yep. areas. Yeah, yeah now, definitely. Now, it is called a stinkhorn as well, so that would suggest that it has a bit of a smell? Yes, it does. Um, The stink actually has a function to um, attract insects. Um, So uh, the smell has been described um, variously as uh, rotting meat is normally the kind of common descriptor, but some of the students that I was with, we did some testing, we smelled a lot of mushrooms. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, Some of them described it as sheep poo or cow poo or... um, yeah, fish or different kind of smells like that. So nothing particularly pleasant, but it wasn't also that strong. So you have yeah. to. We had to get quite um, close to really get this smell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How big is it as well? Could we, when you look at the photo, it's hard to sort of perhaps get a real sense of just how how big it is. 
Yeah, so those tentacles um, are about up to about 10, 12, 14 centimetres, something like that. Okay. They kind of vary, but yeah, it's quite um, big and impressive, yeah. So it's reasonably sizable and obviously quite, quite well, if you, if you came across one like the one in the photo, it'd be, it'd be pretty obvious, I would imagine. Yes, quite distinctive. <laughs> yeah. Now, so is this time of year then when they also are, I don't know if, if, if you call that flowering or, or what that process is, but is this, is this when they're doing what they're doing? Yeah, exactly, fruiting. So hmm. the mushroom is actually only the, the fruit body of the fungi. So most of the fungi um, is actually growing in the dead wood. And that's the case for all fungi. That's not just this species. What we think of um, as fungi often is actually just the mushroom, which is the fruit body. Okay. And how long does it actually stay in that form for then, that the form where, where you'll see the sort of white pods and the, and the red tentacles? Um. I think these ones last about a week and they kind of, they go through a cycle obviously when they're new and fresh. Yeah. Um, they smell the most and then they kind of start disintegrating and go into goop back into the earth. <laughs> yeah. <into> <laughs> <laughs> so, and that's it then? So this is, this is the time of year and it's just this time of year and that, that's it? Yeah, yep. So this is the time of year when they're fruiting to get their spores out um, distributed and um, to get to uh, reproduce further, basically, in yeah. the world. Okay. Now, look, um, that, that, that is just one of the very odd things that you've found recently. Um, what, what else is potentially out there at this time of year? Or what other sort of weird and wonderful things when we talk about fungi might people stumble across if they're going for a bit of a walk around our part of the world? Well, there's lots of cool things going on at the moment. I've seen um, just in the last few days, like yesterday, <laughs> going back to the... Oh, well, we'll go there. Um, dung buttons is one that I saw yesterday, which was really great. <laughs> would, you, would, you, would you say that again for us? <laughs> dung, dung buttons. Dung buttons, right. Yes, so this one grows on um, kangaroo poo, um, and they're little white fungi, and they've got little stars, and they're very cute. Um, <laughs> but there's some of the other ones I've seen are some white jelly fungus, um, and I think another one that I um, wrote about recently was the vegetable caterpillar. Yes, um, so this one is a fungi that colonises the bodies of the larvae, so the caterpillar of an acacia moth. So the right. moth is underground feeding on the roots of wattle trees, um, you know, doing its thing and feeding up big and trying to grow into a beautiful moth eventually. Yeah. Um, but it becomes infected with this fungi spores um, and then they this um, sort of process mummifies the, the caterpillar. So and a mushroom grows out of its head. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Caterpillar. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there are some pretty specific relationships here then, obviously, between fungi and, and some very particular, well, 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 you know, insects and, and plants and so on. Yes, definitely. Um, some species are obviously more specific in their relationships and some are more generalist. Yeah, right. Now, look, if people are interested in trying to spot some of these then, where, where would you suggest people go? What, what's, what are the sort of real hot spots, perhaps? Um, just head out into any local native bush that's around your area, I guess. And at this time of year, you'll definitely see lots of different um, diversity in the fungi that's around. Okay. And obviously, they, they do perform a, a pretty, I don't know, important function, do they, as well, in the sort of wider ecosystem? They're not just there for our amusement and bizarreness? No. <laughs> we, so, so we only see them at this time of year, but all year round, all the time that they're um, breaking down rotting wood usually um, and other stuff in the environment um, So, and they're returning nutrients into the cycle so that the plants can use them and all this kind of thing. So fungi are really important even though we only kind of 
generally think about them at this time of year. They're, they're always there. Yeah, fantastic. Well, look, thank you for bringing the octopus stink on to our attention and for taking the uh, very spectacular photo of it as well, Rose. Lovely yeah, to no talk worries. with you. <laughs> thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks again, Rose Thompson, their project ecologist with the Nature Glenelg Trust. So, yes, if you would like to uh, see that photo once again, as I mentioned a couple of times, you will find it on our Facebook page, ABC Southwest Vic. Go and have a look. Have a look at the octopus stinkhorn. And uh, look, if you do come across one in the wild in your travels, let me know as well. Send us an SMS or send us a photo into our Facebook page as well.